now to Adelaide and speak to Bryce Gibbs, who's just uh, taken in all the action from the Sandville Grand Final. Glenelg, 13-8-86, have beaten Sturt, 8-14-62. Bryce Gibbs joins us. G'day, Bryce. G'day, JD. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sixth flag for Glenelg, second in five years, the dominant team of recent times. Yeah, certainly. Uh, and it was probably fitting that the, the two best sides played off today uh, in the grand for, final over here in the Sandfall, Glenelg uh, and Sturt. Uh, Glenelg were probably the, the dominant side all year and really got off to a, a strong start here today and, and just held uh, the double blues at arm's length for most of the day. Sturt still had their opportunities, obviously kicking uh, eight goals, 14, uh, but Glenelg just had a bit more class throughout uh, each line and, and just were able to capitalise uh, and be, you know, make the most of their opportunities more than Sturt today. 8-14-62, it always happens in finals. There's one team that just can't convert and in, in the end it was Sturt today. I mean, were they, were they relatively easy shots that they were missing throughout the day or what was the, what was the scenario there? Because they probably hurt themselves by kicking 14 behinds. Yeah, there certainly were plenty of gettable ones. Some some easy set shots that, you know, nine times out of ten that the players would usually kick. Uh, and then on the other end, Glenelg have got such a, a potent forward line and they got a lot of sharp shooters and, and really make the most of their opportunities. And we're kicking them from sort of tough, tough angles and... Uh, pushed up against the boundary line and uh, that, that was probably the, the difference in the in the day at the end and, and uh, the Jack Cody medalist went to uh, Lockie Hosey, the, one of their forwards who spent a bit of time at, at North Melbourne he kicked six, six goals one today so uh, he had a terrific game and I think uh, Luke Reynolds as well he kicked three so nine out of the 13 goes to uh, you know two of their, their key forwards and, and was the difference in the end as we said, sixth flag for Glenelg, second in five years. They made three grand finals as well over the period. They're in a real real good purple patch at the moment, Bryce. Yeah, they certainly are. And they've been strong for, for a number of years now and have always been in and around the mark. And over their history, that they've played in a lot of grand finals and, and more losing ones, unfortunately, for the Bay. So, uh, yeah, they, they get their sixth this year. Uh, one one uh, back in 1999 to uh, snap a bit of a drought there back in the, the 80s, mid-80s, when they won a couple of flags. But uh, this team that they've put together is certainly very talented and they've got weapons on, on each line. So I've no doubt that they'll uh, be contending for the next few years to come as well. What was the crowd like there today at the Adelaide Oval? I, I assume the weather's always good in Adelaide. That's what, that's what Miles Fitzner always tells me anyway. So um, <laughs> what was the, the, the conditions like and the crowd in at, at Adelaide Oval? Perfect conditions for footy. If always, it was probably always. A, bit, a bit hot, mate. Uh, it was yeah. upwards of 30 degrees today, so it would have been really a little wow. bit uncomfortable for the players. Obviously, wouldn't have played in this sort of heat much uh, in the last few weeks, but uh, yeah, the crowd was really good. Uh, obviously, a lot of Glenelg supporters and a lot of Sturt supporters, but I think a lot of just neutral footy supporters as well. Uh, I'm not sure what the final crowd numbers were, but there would have been easily 35 thousand in the house today and, and making a lot of noise which was fantastic yeah absolutely it always is to, I went to a game, I went to Port Adelaide Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval, first time ever at Adelaide Oval and that joint just rocks no matter how many people are in uh, in the crowd, you obviously Bryce, you would know all about that having played on the hallowed turf at the Adelaide Oval but it's, uh, it's a beautiful venue and no doubt it would have been pumping today what about Sturt, let's talk through them a little bit, can, can they bounce back next year, what do they need to, what do they need to go to the next level in uh, in 2024 
Yeah, they've they've been pretty consistent. They they got off to a really strong start. I think they won their first nine games of the year or eight games of the year until like Glenelg beat them by about a hundred points uh, to give them their first loss. So certainly their their midfield is is where their strength lies. They've got a couple of really good inside mids in in Battersby and Lewis who uh, feature prominently in uh, the McGarry Medal or they have over the last couple of years. My worry about Sturt leading into today was how they were going to kick a score. That they probably are lacking, you know, a big key power forward. So no doubt Marty Matner will have his feelers out over the next couple of weeks to, to try and land a, a key forward. We saw uh, a guy, McFadgen, who's a bit of a swingman for him, played a lot down back throughout the year, but they've had to move him forward just to give them a bit more of a, a target uh, and someone that can, can hit the scoreboard. So uh, they've got a couple of weapons off half-back as well. So I think uh, they need to re- try and recruit uh, a couple of forwards if they want to take the next level and, and look to knock off uh, a team like the Bays next year. Speaking to Bryce Gibbs, live from the Adelaide Oval after Glenelg have won another flag in the SANFL. Uh, overall, Bryce, the season, the, S- the Sandful season, how did it, how did it uh, stack up for you? Are we, are we seeing... Just now, one-sided domination by Glenelg, or are there other teams starting to build nicely and, and start to challenge over the next couple of years? Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that at all. It, it was a very competitive year in, in the Sandful this year, and uh, Glenelg, you know, only lost the three games for the year, but uh, they played in a lot of a lot of close games as well. And depending on how you know the Port and Crows are going uh, with their lists and injuries, you know, they, those guys, um, those teams are. are have proven to be really hard to beat but um, I mean every game every team went in could could see it as a winnable game so I think the Sandful have, have done a great job the clubs have done a great job in terms of recruiting and, and the programs that they're, they're putting out in the Sandful and it, it made for a very competitive year there was certainly no easy games and um, yeah, it was it, 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 and it also made for a great final series as well we saw Centrals um, who have haven't played finals for the best part of you know nearly 10 years make finals and, and win a final this year so some of the teams that have been down the bottom for the last couple of years are starting to rise up as well so it's uh, fantastic to see are we going to see you out there surely you can pull the boots on next year if in the sandful 35 in march i'm, I'm sure you've got a, a little bit of time left in in those legs Oh, it certainly got a little bit harder for me this year, JD. And I actually officially <laughs> retired from the Sample, um a couple of weeks ago in my last game for South Adelaide, and ironically against Glenelg, who I mm. uh, was able to play about 30 games for before getting drafted. So, uh, yeah, I, I played my last game in the Sample, mate. So these young whippersnappers <laughs> that are coming through now are getting a little bit harder to chase around. But, uh, yeah, lucky enough to, to spend three years in the Sample post uh, my AFL career. It's, uh, it's certainly been very enjoyable. Hey, Fraser Gehrig came out of retirement a couple of times. I think Tony Lockett did. Uh, you never say never with these things, Bryce. I reckon you'll get the itch back at some point. Yeah, no doubt. I still might uh, <laughs> go hook up with a couple of mates and end up in the country somewhere and have a bit of a run around. But uh, the, the retirement life so far is sitting quite nicely with me. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, big game on Saturday afternoon at the MCG, the replay of the 2002-2003 Deciders, Brisbane and Collingwood. Seems right that the two teams that finished one and two on the ladder will uh, fight it out on grand final day. What are your thoughts on this matchup and, and who do you think is going to win? Yeah, it's going to be a cracker, isn't it? Um, Brisbane, obviously, 
getting two home finals at the Gabba has been a huge advantage for them. And, and the Pies, you know, arguably the, the best team in the comp all year, uh, managed just to scrape over the line, which was a, a thrilling contest on Friday night. Oh, I just got a feeling if, if the game's close, we know how, how the Pies just find a way to get it done in close games. So I think Brisbane will want to get off to a good start, put a bit of a gap on the Pies if they're going to win this one. I tipped Brisbane to win the flag at the start of the year, JD, so I'm not going yes. to change my tip now. <laughs> but uh, I hope it's a, a cracking match and we should be in for a treat next Saturday. Jeez, Gibstradamus, I love it. You uh, you read that beautifully. Obviously, the, the dearth of young talent, you probably saw uh, what they had the, one last one on that. I, I just, I think I was going through it before. I reckon Brisbane have the ascendancy when it comes to their forward line, and, and they probably have an equal, if not better, back line as well. But where's it going to be won and lost? I know that's an easy question, and everyone, every time I ask that question, someone says, oh, in the middle, the clearances. But these are two pretty evenly matched teams across the board, I reckon. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. And, and you're right, we all know that a lot of the games are won and lost through the midfield, but I see Brisbane's forward line as. The, the best in the competition when you've got the two keys in, in Hipwood and, and Danaher and then just the, the Skeeter fleet underneath them in, in Cameron and Bailey and the, the list goes on. Um, so I think if if the Lions midfield can provide the, the forwards with enough service, I think they might overwhelm the Pies defence and, you know, if you might need to see someone sacrifice their game to, to try and take a, a Darcy Moore out of the play a bit more. Um, if they can do that and give them enough service, I think uh, the Lions forwards can really get a hold of, of this Magpie defence. Beautiful. Bryce, well summed up. As always, we appreciate you jumping on board. Well done on a great career as well. Obviously retiring from the Sandful, but uh, well done today as well in that call. So appreciate it. Thanks, JD. Bryce Gibbs there, live from the Adelaide Oval. Glenelg with an 86-62 win in the Sandful Grand Final. As we said, Glenelg's sixth flag and their second in five years.